Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, and the help you get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns will keep it running for you. Uh, Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Morning, Dan. You uh, good morning. You had a little rain fall on you when you went downtown. Not, not the, yeah, not, not at my house. It not did not rain house. at all. But on the way in, it started uh, about at the river. I'd say. All right. Well, and we'll see if we can't uh, help you out. There. Move it over there. Move I did some over. gardening, so I could use a little sprinkle right. this morning. That'd be great. We know some folks we can uh, arrange. That. <laughs> Dan has helped us out for many years here on CCO. And if you have uh, some uh, vehicle issue, car, truck, van, and before you take it in to your favorite dealer or your favorite shop. Uh, you might be armed with a little more information that you maybe didn't have before. So that's the idea of the show. So give us a call or send a text if you have some uh, questions about your car or truck or van. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Uh, Folks are planning, if not already on the road, uh, summer driving, summer vacation, a lot of of driving this as, as usual. You there know. we go. It's time. Yeah. That's that time again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. And uh, it seems like June is we're busy. We're busy for that, where people are gearing up and thinking about uh, getting ready for summer, get their vehicles ready. And it also seems like people use an occasion to bring their cars in. And yeah, that's normal. I guess. That's, I guess it is. You know, yeah. you, just like with your house, when it's time for a graduation party, you get the gardens all fixed up and get it looking really good <laughs> for the event and. And with summer travel, I think it's the same thing. You, uh, you, it's a good reason to get your car in and get it checked out. I ask you this all the time, Dan. What do you recommend at Lloyd's when folks bring in and say, "Take, I'm going to be hitting the road. What do I need to do?" Well, just that. That for the first step is do bring it in. That's the right thing to do is bring it in. And of course, we start with an oil change. Sure. And we have kind of a fancy deluxe oil change that we do. Uh, they're kind of specified to different vehicles and uh, are different models and uh it includes everything it really does it includes inspe- you know safety inspection on all the fluids and on all the steering and suspension uh-huh. tires certainly need to be checked uh be- before you take off and on travel we check for leaks we uh refer to the maintenance schedule that's recommended on a on a vehicle and be sure that the uh that you're up to date on all of your current maintenance and you know it's just a a good old-fashioned look over and every shop in the world has the same thing we we all know how to do that and and that is what we you know what we do and what you want to have done before you take off you want peace of mind when you're hitting the road and you're miles away from home well the worst thing you can do is you know have a week's vacation and spend two days broken down in the middle of nowhere yeah with a problem yeah and waiting for parts or waiting for whatever so Try and head that off before you take off on the road and, and uh, get, a, get your car checked out and be ready to go. Dan, a texter says, what happens to a diesel engine when you accidentally put regular gas in it? Like my wife did, he adds. Well, don't drive it. Um, I, if, you started the ve- if you did that, you started the vehicle and you, you know, it worked, it, it ran, 
you didn't ruin the car. That's the good news. You did you did not ruin it, but uh, you do not want to drive it that way. You want to have that fuel exchanged for the proper fuel. How do you get that out of the engine? Well, you don't get it out of the engine. You would, you know, get it out of the tank, tank and, then, and dilute it. Yeah, I mean, you're not okay. going to get 100% of right. it, but, but by the time you dilute it down, it'll be just fine. It actually goes the other way uh, quite often, too, where people accidentally put diesel fuel in their automobile, and the car won't run on that. So, uh, mm. you know, that ends up on a tow truck for sure, and uh, and ends up at the shop. And same thing, you get as much of it as you, out of it as you can, and then dilute it with good, you know, clean fuel. And you might have a little smoke or something for the, through that first <laughs> tank of gas, but... But uh, at any rate, if you catch it and uh, and take care of it, it'll be just fine. Very good. 651-989-9226. David is calling from St. Cloud, I believe. David, you're on with Dan. Uh, thank you. Uh, so 2008 Hyundai Sonata, uh, when I go to start the engine, sometimes there's a grinding noise. Uh, sometimes it'll go away on its own. Sometimes I have to turn it off to restart it without that grinding noise. Well, noises are tricky because I can't hear it, of course. But uh, I'm wondering, uh, a couple. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if the fact that if you shut it off and start it up again, if the starter is staying engaged for a period of time, uh, that you know those those gears uh, connecting when they're not supposed to will make some sort of noise. So I would recommend that you stop by a shop and uh, let a professional put his ear to it just quickly and uh, give you some advice. Because if that's happening, if the starter is staying engaged, uh, you're going to ruin the starter if you keep driving. Starter or the flywheel, the flex plate, uh, if you keep driving it that way. It so, doesn't happen every time. It's just sporadic. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I say, I, if I could hear it, I could tell you exactly what it is, but I can't. So I, <laughs> right. I'm just guessing on what it might be. But uh, but I would swing through your shop and ask them to take a listen to it. Hopefully, it'll do it. You know, uh, at some point for them. And and like I say, if I heard it, it would be probably very clear what it is. Okay. Well, good luck, David. Yeah. You know, here's I just had another thought. Record sure. record it if it's. Doing oh, there you it, go. Yeah, you, t- you can take your phone and record it. Which record the. I don't sound. exactly know how to do, but I know you can do it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you know we that's really funny, but we get that a lot lately. Recordings. Well, recordings and videos, and you know, take a take a picture of it, and I do it myself. I, sure. You know the the uh, the. Service writer wants to know what what part exactly I'm talking about and what it looks like, and I'll just take a picture of it and there you go. Send it to him, and it, it works out great. It's a great idea. All right, David, that's it. We have other callers on the line and the texters as well. We're going to get uh, more questions out, but keep in mind that Dan will be here till about seven forty-five. So don't wait if you have a question. We'd enjoy yours answering yours either by phone or by text. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue. Exactly where? We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. I like to say right in the heart of it all. It's true. <laughs> and it kind, of, it, kind of is, it kind of is true. Or, of course, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, our ever-changing website so check it from time to time because it it does change a little bit or you can give us a call this morning i think big nick is there uh-huh. at 651-228-1316 excellent 
Did you have a good grand old day? We did it. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a nice day. If you recall, last Sunday it was. was not hot, and uh, and it was uh, maybe a, a little clearer than they expected yes, it to be. Yes. But uh, yeah, it was a good turnout, and and you know, it's remarkable that I go to my shop <clears throat> on Monday morning, and there is no sign that a festivity had taken place. No, they, no littering. They are absolutely incredible. That's about good. The to way hear. they clean up and. Uh, you don't know that anything happened. That's great. Yeah, they do a great job. Good to hear. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Dan, let's get back to the phones. Then we'll grab some text. Steve in Buffalo, I believe, is next. Steve, you're on CCO with Dan. Hi, thank you. Say, so, yeah, I've got an 03 uh, Impala, and when a, uh, it's got a tick, tick, tick in the cluster, when I turn the uh, blinkers on, it goes tick, 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 tick. Well, it, if I, I assume it's the same tick by, by yeah, what you're yeah. describing. And yes. if you're turning the blinker on and it's going fast, uh, first thing I would do is check outside the car and see if any of the blinkers are going fast like that. But at any rate, there's a, the turn signal flasher um, that, that operates the um, turn signals. And those flashes are sometimes kind of tricky to find. Luckily, you can hear it. Because that's a good way to uh, to find it is to turn it on and and uh, look for the noise. But I'm sure that's where the trouble is. You're having trouble in your tr- like I say. First thing, be sure that all the turn signal bulbs work properly. Uh, if they don't, that could very well be uh, what the problem is. Is that you have a bulb out and and a maybe it's warning you. And the fast flashing is usually a sign that a bulb is out. Uh, so check for check for the bulbs first. If they're all okay, then you're going to have to find that turn signal flasher and replace it, and uh, that should take care of it for you. Okay, good deal. Good luck, Steve. Dennis is calling from uh, Vadnais Heights, I believe. Dennis, you're on CCO. Good morning. Oh. Um, I've got a 2010 F-150, and uh, they recommend uh, oil change every 5,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Is that... Uh, Proper. I mean, uh, I had a, I've got a mechanic friend that says uh, change it every three thousand just to be safe. Just uh, it's a cheap, easy fix. Uh, I don't know. Is it is it wise to let it go five thousand miles? I think I think both are fine. <laughs> Depends okay. on your personal preference. When we is on a twenty ten F one fifty, that might be new enough where they're recommending synthetic oil on that. And if they are, then a five thousand will be just fine. When I do an oil change <clears throat> at my shop and I put synthetic oil back in it, I recommend that you come back in 5,000 miles and have your oil changed. If you, uh, if we're putting conventional motor oil in, if the vehicle's old enough to ask for that, then uh, we, on the, on the do- window sticker, we recommend coming back in 3,000 miles. So that, that's our standard. If you're using synthetic oil, I think the 5,000 miles is just fine. But the rest of the story is, you know, it's one of those things you can't do it too much. If you're it's true, if you feel better about changing your oil at three thousand miles, uh, there's lots of good reasons to do that. Not many reasons not to do it. Uh, the environmental impact is very small. The you know the 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 oil that we take out of your car gets reused. It gets recycled and used for something else. So it's not like it's, it's uh, good to know. It's not going down the drain. It's it's being reused and the Filters are being recycled, and so, you know, the world has done a great job of getting all that done. So take as good a care of your car as, as feels good to you, and it'll serve you a long time. Great. There you go, Dennis. 
Uh, Mike in Roseville is our next caller, and then we'll get some text. Hi, Mike. Hi. Good morning. Uh, I got a recall notice on a 2009 Ford for airbags, mm-hmm. and they're offering, uh, of course, they don't have the parts yet, uh, but they're offering a rental car. Uh, I don't do you uh, think it's dangerous enough that that car should just be parked and, and use their rental car? Well, uh, personally, I don't, but if they're recommending that, I guess I probably would take their recommendation. Uh, you know, the, I mean, statistically, it's a long shot. First of all, it's a long shot that you would get in a in a crash that would deploy your airbags. And secondly, it's an additional long shot that if your airbags deploy, uh, that it's one of the ones that are adversely affected and will cause a problem. But even say, even saying all that, there is a chance. <laughs> and so uh, if you want to be on the safe side and they're offering you a free rental car, I guess that's probably what I would do. And secondly, if the car is sitting there, if your vehicle is sitting there in their lot, you have a much better chance of getting it done in a reasonable fashion because uh, they don't want the car sitting there. Sure. Either, so. There you go, Mike. 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, Dan Burns will be here till just about 745, about another 15 minutes or so. So if you do have a question, either call it in or send a text. Here's a text. By the way, that text number, 81807. I know you don't work on tractors uh, as a rule. I probably know a little bit about them, though. <laughs> you probably do, and I, I, we, we've, we didn't get to this question last week, and the, the texters sent it in this week. It's a 1951 Ferguson tractor. What was it? To twenty? Yeah, I wouldn't know any of that anyway. No, so it doesn't it, matter. Yeah, it has a traditional Delco ignition system. Would it be possible to convert it to a Delco HE? I'm sure it would. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it would. It, in fact, I'm sure that there's a kit. I would suspect that oh. there's a kit available for that that would include a, 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 a new distributor and, a, and an ignition box, which is really all there, the difference is in, in oh. switching them over. And uh, and uh, that would be a great Google question because it'll take you right to a site. I bet it will. Where yeah. I'm sure that's available. Yep, I'm sure. All right, to that texter, Google that. Yep. See what you come up yep. with. All right. Tell you what we have to do, Dan. A quick break. Dan will be... Uh, here, as I said, till about 7.45 or so. 651-989-9226. Text 81807. We'll take this break. Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll let you know how to get in touch with him before he leaves today. Uh, Dan, as usual, we have callers. We have texters. Let's see if we can help them out. Uh, Bob is calling from Farmington first uh, off here. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, yes, good morning. Um, we had a driver put um, regular gas in a diesel engine, mm-hmm. and we've got a drain and everything. I was wondering if you know of a place that takes that for recycling? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, yes, any of the recycling uh, sites that, you know, there's all sorts of hazardous waste recycling places around in all the different counties, mm-hmm. and they would certainly take it. Um, I don't know how much quantity of, of it it is, but, uh, but, uh, if there's not too much of it, we like, we can put a, a quant a portion of a, a small quantity of that down our waste oil tank and the waste oil company will come and, uh, they're glad to have it. It, uh, it mixes mm. in just fine with our waste oil. Oh, okay. So, but, uh, but I think probably your best bet is take it to one of the county 
hazardous waste recycling sites, and they'll take care of it for you. Very good. Good question. I think Maria is calling from Plymouth with a question. Maria, you're on with Dan. Oh, hi. I have a Hyundai Sonata. It is 2007, and it has over, probably has 180,000 miles on it by now. And um, a couple years, or a year and a half ago, I was, they already started telling me what I needed to have done, which is a lot of work. It's about $2,000 worth. And they said I need, um, sorry, can I have it right here? Uh, they said the valve gasket cover needs replaced and spark plugs and pressure hose and shocks and uh, things. I have a whole list if you want it. But at any rate, I'm just wondering, they said the engine valve cover gaskets are leaking heavily and alternating is getting covered in oil, which could cause failure, recommend replacement. So that I suppose I have to do. But I'm just wondering with a car that age and with that many miles, if it's, um, if I just should just get a new car. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll share a line with you that I've said before is if you look at your car and, and, and say, well, if I could buy that car for $2,000, would I? And the answer is probably yes. You probably, if it was on the street and you saw it for $2,000, you'd probably buy it. And the good news is if you fix it, it's a $2,000 car that's all fixed up. So as it sits, it's probably worth nothing or, you know, or very little. Uh, so it probably does make sense to fix it, even though it seems like a lot of money to spend $2,000. And also, if you went back to the shop and said, okay, what do I need to do? You know, what, what, I know this is what it needs to make it perfect. What do I need to do to keep it alive and uh, or or go get another opinion mm-hmm. and ask that same question and you I'm sure that you don't have to do all of it. There's parts of it that either you could put off for a short time or a long time or uh, or whatever uh, but get another opinion and uh, if you can get it done for less than two thousand dollars, maybe one thousand dollars, then all of a sudden it does make sense and yes, I think I will just fix it and because <clears throat> when you start looking at new cars. Doesn't take very long to spend yeah. a couple thousand dollars oh, on a new car. Yeah. yeah, so it probably makes sense to fix it. All right, Maria. Good luck with that. Texter says uh, has a Chevy HHR one hundred fifty thousand on it. New howling wine starts at about thirty miles an hour. Had the transmission fluid checked at okay. Not the tires. Going to be the hub, wheel bearing, a joint. Yeah, any of that. But uh, most likely, at first, my first thought was it's the tires. Check the tires. Be sure that they're not cupped. And, uh, and wearing funny, uh, second thing that's most common on that particular car would be a hub and wheel bearing. And, oh. and that's if a professional takes it for a ride, just takes it for a drive, they'll be able to know quickly if that's what it is. Because okay. we, we have tricks for figuring that out. Texter says, I had oil leaking by my driver's side tire. What could it be? Well, it doesn't say what kind of a vehicle and... Yeah, you're not you're not looking at it yourself. You so. know the only the only thing that would be over there by a driver. Well, first of all, brake fluid. Yes, would be uh, something that would concern me if it's leaking brake fluid. Uh, if it's leaking oil and it's not uh, if it's not water for sure. If it doesn't evaporate, if it's oil for sure, uh, then see what's over there. Open the hood. See what's over on the driver's side. Maybe there's a power steering reservoir. Or something like that that's leaking, and mm-hmm. uh, and that should be checked. But my bigger concern is that it's brake fluid, and, yeah. and that, of course, is a safety issue. Very good. I have, the texture says, a 2007 Toyota Sienna. Seems like transmission is slipping between second and third. Codes read, uh, looks like P0012 and uh, 15. Camshaft position timing, retarded bank one. <laughs> Could this be an uh, oil control valve? 
just changed oil and it is still doing it. Well, it, it could be. Uh, I, do, I don't know exactly what those codes are. With I don't have that kind of information right. in front of me. So, so uh, you know, I, I can't exactly say. But there's a good chance that if it's a transmission shifting problem, uh, you know, the engine. Well, on the other hand, it could, certainly could be an engine problem masking itself as a transmission problem. Ah. So you never know. But at any rate, the fact that you have trouble codes, that's certainly the place to start. Find out what that is. And then again, I'd recommend you have that, have it driven by a professional and, and have them give your opinion on whether it's an engine problem or a transmission problem. Uh, if it is a transmission problem, you probably want to start there and see what you come up with. Texas says, I have a 2012 Durango with an AC issue. The passenger side works fine, but the driver's side does not cool down. Any thoughts? Well, there there many cars nowadays, as you know, have uh, controllers on both sides. So you can set the temperature on either side of the vehicle, the passenger and driver at different temperatures. And it sounds like the driver's side temperature control is not working prob- properly. They're controlled by a little electric motor. And if that little electric motor has failed, first of all, it'll <clears throat> send a warning code to the uh, AC computer, which we can access and find out that information. Oh, so okay. that's probably what you want to do is take it in and have a diagnostics run on your air conditioning system. And, and they'll be able to quickly tell you what's going Narrow on. Narrow it down. Yeah. All right, let's see. What else do we have here before we run out of time? A 2011 Hyundai Sonata, the left brake light is burned out. Is it easy enough to replace by ourselves? Well, I bet it is. Uh, Sometimes, you know, oftentimes on on lights, they look kind of ominous, like, oh, no, like you open the trunk and say, how do I get at this? And But oftentimes if you just peel back that uh, fabric liner a little bit, uh, they're easily accessible and, and... you know, just look for wires. There has to be wires going to a bulb. And, uh, you know, s- start on the outside, see where the bulb is, uh, you know, then go to the inside and imagine how, where where that might be and what you have to move to get to it. But oftentimes it's very simple to get to them, but, but maybe it doesn't look like it at, on first glance. I know we're out of time here, Dan. I want to remind our listeners that two weeks from today, you and I will be uh, we'll be broadcasting from our CCO Broadcast Center at the fair. Oh, fun. At the Back to the 50s thing. Yeah. I don't have a Back to the 50s car to bring out there. Well, but, we'll have plenty to look at. But I should, yeah. ha- I should have one, shouldn't I? <laughs> I that would be should. fun. <laughs> I bet you can find a deal there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's two weeks from today. But next week, you'll be back. I'll here. be here. All right. Thanks very much. How do we get in touch with Lloyd's? Give us a call. We are at 651 228 one three one six. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or, or uh, come on over, 982 Grand Avenue. See you See Tuesday. Time. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Dan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.